Shabbatai. It's Friday morning, and that's our custom. Amen. The customs we study Parashat Shavua, and we have over here Parashat Baalotecha. Of course, end of Shabbat, the time is short. We'll, uh, we'll study this class that we learn the Tzadikit Le'Abad Berjim. Aliyah Shalom, Ruach Adonai Tenichena Begal Eden. Tinish Matatula Besor Hayim. Amen. All right, uh, Rabotai. So our Dirash today, of course, primarily is on the Parasha. We have a lot of things in the Parasha. Of course, we have the menorah in the beginning of the parasha, Aharon, commissioned to tend to the uh, maintenance of the menorah. We also have Pesach Sheni mentioned. Those are the two Jews that weren't able to do Pesach Lishon, so they asked for a makeup. We also have in the parasha uh, very, very uh, unique Simanim, if you look at Perek Yud, you'll notice that on Pasuk Lamedhe, we have a sign, actually a backwards nun. Uh, that backwards nun actually is in the Sefer Torah itself. It's just a, it's like a, uh, an emoji. <laughs> it's there in the middle of the middle of nowhere. Now, we have to find out what that emoji stands for. Uh, and you have another one also, right after the Pasuk, uh, it says uh, another one, another nun backwards. So that has to be discussed as well. What's the significance of those uh, nunin? Uh, all right, that should keep us busy just to try to solve these, uh, these issues in the Perasha. Of course, there's much more. But let's just try to work. Let's just try to work on this. As you know, Rabotai, uh, this week was the week of uh, graduations uh, throughout the community. And uh, as uh, a teacher, many of the yeshivas, uh, on a yearly basis, I'm asked to speak at the graduations uh, to address the children. Uh, what I'm going to tell you today, of course, it's going to be more elaborate, but it's the theme that I spoke uh, to the children about. Uh, there's a saying in America that the only disability in life is a bad attitude. The only disability in life is a bad attitude. So what does the Torah have to say about uh, attitude? So I found the Midrash. The Midrash is in Bereshit Rabbah. It's in uh, perek bet, and in my version, it's uh, ot he. A phenomenal midrash. I mean, difficult to understand. Rabbi Abahu, Rabbi Hayyarabba. Rabbi Abahu Amar, Mitzilat Briyatoshin Olam, Sabah Kadosh Paruchu, Maasem Shul Sadikim, Maasem Shul Rishayim. Beginning of the creation, God forecasted and saw the deeds of the Sadikim and the deeds of the Rishayim. Like it says, What's That's referring to the ma'asim of the rishayim. That's the light. But I don't know which ones God desires. Does he want the tovavohu of the rishayim or does he want the hior of the Tzaddikim. You see that it comes along and says he saw the or kitov. That means he wants the ma'asim shal tzaddikim. And I'm asking a simple question. Does a have mean the ma'asim shal rishayim is going to be a, a competition against ma'asim shal Tzaddikim? What's, what's, what's Ma'asem Shil Rishayim? What, 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 what can that mean? So we're forced, it, it cannot mean to say that 
it's the Averot, because the, the, the Rashi is not going to say that he looked at the Averot of the Tzadikim, and by the way, if it was the Averot of the Tzadikim, it should say that. It should say the Am Asehem Shel Tzadikim, Averot Shel I didn't say that, it says the same exact word. Ma'asehem Shel Tzadikim, U Ma'asehem Shel Rishayim. To me, that sounds like we're talking about apples and apples over here. The only difference is, this is an apple that's being eaten by a tzaddik, and this is an apple that's being eaten by a rasha, but it's both ma'asehem, we're talking about the same item. We're not talking about mitzvot and avirot, because the, the, the midrash knew how to use those terminologies, mitzvotehem shel tzaddikim, ve'avorotehem shel neshaim, but it did not say that. It said ma'asehem shel tzaddikim, ma'asehem, it sounds like we're talking about the same ma'asim, and I will argue this morning, it means ma'asehem mitzvot. By the way, it's possible that you have the Rasha, that he also does Ma'asim Shil Mitzvot. But God says to the Mitzvah of the Rasha, any Hafezpah, not interested in that Mitzvah. But the Mitzvah of the Tzaddik, that already the Midrash says, oh, this is the, the light. We have to figure out what is the discerning difference between ma'asehem shel tzaddikim and ma'asehem shel because it's quite possible that you have a lot of people out there in the street that are doing mitzvot, uh, but it might be in the group of ma'asehem shel rishayim that's tohu bavoh that a kadosh baruch is not caring about the darkness. So uh, this midrash will be telling us be very careful because you see a lot of people doing mitzvot. But which one is Hashem hafetz? Only ma'asehem shel tzaddikim. What's the discerning factor? So I will argue this morning in the Botai that it's the attitude. It's the attitude. Now the famous Gemara at the end of, uh, or the beginning of Avodah Zarah, Dav Gima. Gemara over there says, La'atid Avoh Mashiach comes, the, uh, the Goyim are going to come to God, and he's going to give us one more chance. You know, he said, oh, give us one more chance. And Borei Olam is going to say, okay, listen, I'll give you one more chance to be fair. So he's going to go, not only give you a chance, I'm going to give you an easy chance. We call that a shuwin. Mitzvah kala. Mitzvah kala. What's mitzvah kala? Sukkah. Borei Allah is going to tell the Goyim, go sit in the sukkah, and uh, that's it. You fulfill that mitzvah, you'll, get, uh, you'll be part of the process of Geula. So, Sukkot comes, it says, Kadosh Baruch Hu's motzi hamam in artika, Borei Olam is going to take the sun out of its encasing, and it's going to be a very, 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 very hot day. And the Goyim are going to go into the sukkah, and they're going to not be able to tolerate the, uh, the heat. He's perspiring, sweating. And they're going to leave the sukkah, and they're not going to be able to sit in the sukkah. So they couldn't do it. So the Gemara says, yep, they couldn't do it. They're not obligated to do it. Mitzta'ir patur min sukkah it's the Gemara's question. Oh, I mean, they couldn't do it. They, 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 they have no obligation to sit in the sukkah, nor do we have an obligation to sit in the sukkah under such excruciating circumstances. So what's the claim of the Goyim? Anus, they, they're exempt. So the Gemara says, yeah, but on the way out, they kick the sukkah. On the way out, they give the sukkah uh, a kick. So the Gemara says, uh, they're patur, but they have to kick it. They don't have to kick the sukkah on the way out. And I asked a simple question of Botai. What does it mean they kick the sukkah? What does it mean they kick the sukkah? Is this to be understood that that's literally what they're going to do? What did the sukkah do? If, if anything, you'll kick the sun. The, the sukkah didn't do anything over here. The sukkah is there. The sukkah is there. It's like Baruch Abai. Welcome to the middle. So on the way, what are you angry at? What are you angry at? It's not like the sukkah didn't work. What's this? And the Gemara says, oh, that's, that's, that's why they're not going to get this. They're really the patur. But the fact that they gave it a, a kick on the way out, what's the explanation here, Naputai? The problem is all these years, whenever you hear the word kick, right away you think of, a, of, of your leg. You think of your leg. You play soccer, that kick, oh, kick, kick, kick ball, you kick the ball with your leg. That's the mistake. Don't get confused when you hear the word this this reminds to be mevaet. You can be mevaet, of course, with your leg, but there's a deeper way to be mevaet. Uh, 
I will tell you a, uh, a story that I said over at the Levaya of uh, Uncle Eddie Misri Ala Bashalo. He was a good man, he was a Sadiq. We used to be together on Sukkot. Because I used to come to deal for Sukkot. It was Chabaruch put it in my Ketubah. <laughs> yeah? When, we, when I wrote my Ketubah, he wrote my Ketubah. We got married here yeah, in uh, the Hilton, in uh, Long Branch. It was an afternoon wedding. And Chabaruch was writing the Ketubah. And uh, as he's writing the Ketubah, he turns to Sanja, my wife, and says, Do you have any conditions you want me to add to the Ketubah? <laughs> I tell somebody you're representing me, not how <laughs> So uh, Sandra Sharp, she says, Yeah, the rabbi has to come to deal every Sukkot. Because I know he's going to get busy in Brooklyn, with the, he's not going to visit my family every Sukkot. So he looked at me and said, Venice, every Sukkot you have to go to deal. And eventually, when I, when I couldn't go anymore, I had to make a tarana darim and get, get out of it. But because he put it tonight, I can do that. I have to go to deal every Sukkot. So anyway, I would go every Sukkot, happily, I enjoy it over It's nice for this. And uh, we would have uh, the first night of Sukkah, we'd always eat by my in-laws, second, first day by Misri. We made a big, uh, you know, uh, to do. Elliot was a big Sukkah by Misri, first day. The whole deal is in uh, Sukkah. All four guys. Huh? All four guys. Yeah, and there's a couple of squirrels. <laughs> so, so you have over here, so you have over here, it was one of the years we were in, uh, we're in deal, Rainy night, first night of Sukkot, the rainiest night you ever saw. All right, we prayed him in Lawrence, and uh, we walked through the backyards back to my in-law's house. And it's raining, it's nothing. The Sukkah is drenched. So mystery tells me, any mystery, Alvishom tells me, you know, listen, let's uh, wait a little. Wait, wait, on the first night, let's wait a little. Maybe it'll clear up. Okay, and the, the forecast says it's going to rain for three days. Uh, uh, clear up? Okay, it's the first night. You're right, you have courtesy for the first night. We'll sit a little, but people are in the bus. Oh, we're sitting around, we're talking a little. It's okay, Eddie, uh, it didn't stop. And even if it stops, the skach is already dripping. Not a minute, hey, store it till he couldn't store anymore. Okay, we're making Kiddush inside. We make Kiddush inside, finish. Now we go make Nitilat Yadayim, we're eating inside. So, mysteries in front of me make Nitilat Yadayim, and I'm behind him. He's washing, he does everything very slowly, uh, deliberately. After he finishes, he turns around, I see his eyes are bloodshot. It's like somebody, somebody hurting him. I tell him, what happened? The guy's crying. Said, what happened? He says, first night, we're not going to sit in the guys. I can't believe it. I wait for this all year long. The Eddie Patur. I want to be Patur. I want to be Patur. First night, he said, the Gemara said the first night, like God takes the, uh, 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 the Ebed. The, 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 the king tells the Ebed, bring me a cup of wine. And then bring me uh, Miziga. I want you to you know, make the Miziga and a cup of wine. And then the king takes the Miziga and he throws it back into the, into the Ebed's face. The king of the Baruch says, go build the sukkah and all that. He says, ah, I'm not interested in your service. He's crying, the guys. Wow, what a sadiq, guys. P.S. We ate in the house. At the end, it stopped a little. So let's go in the sukkah now, have a kezayah. Sure enough, he went, he cleaned it, he cleaned the sky. I wouldn't have gone in. I, really, I, t- I took the, uh, the legal exemption. No, we went in, we what? Kezayah. Now, all of a sudden, you saw already the guy, the guy was lit up. That I would call Ma'asem Shal Tzaddikim. Ma'asem Shal Tzaddikim is measured in the attitude. Here, the guy wasn't able to fulfill the mitzvah. Borei Olam says, that's, even though he's not doing the mitzvah, but you see that, what is his, what is his attitude? I want to fulfill the Ritzon Hashem. I'm not looking to, I asked for it to, to get off. I, 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 I asked for a, uh, for a hetel. Not interested. I want to fulfill the, uh, I want to fulfill the mitzvah. Oh. I can put it here. Yeah, like yeah. yeah. No, no, he knows the ones. Yeah, yeah. I know. Yeah, we, 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 we want that thing. Well, we got to be thinking. 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 Well, we got to be
When they left the sukkah, they came along, you know what they said? Beauty. Beauty. We're off the hook. To God, that's a kick. But not with your foot, that's a kick with your heart. That's a bi'itab balev. And therefore, Borei Olam says, that's the difference. That would be ma'asem shodh sha'im. The rasha is not interested in, uh, you know, fulfilling the tzon Hashem. Because, uh, and what's the proof? Because the, the moment he has a, a, an exemption, the moment that he's, uh, the moment he's off the hook, he has a, he has a simcha. Mystery's crying. Allah v'shalom. And uh, these guys over here, Asameya. Ma'asem shal tzaddikim, ma'asem shal sha'im. That's the difference. It all depends on the attitude of the mitzvah. The Torah comes along and says, in this week's perashah, Vayis'u mehar Hashem. What does it mean, Vayis'u mehar Hashem? They traveled from Har Sinai. They traveled from Har Sinai. Anything wrong? It sounds like the most innocent pasuk in the whole Torah, by the way. They traveled from Har Sinai. By the way, they were there for about a year, uh, shy 11 days. So it wasn't like they were, you know, uh, uh, in and out. This wasn't, uh, you know, a drive-through. They were there. They were there for almost a year. Okay, all, all good things come to an end, by the way. But Yisrael Man Hashem. Comes the Yerushalmi in Masechet Ta'anit. And Yerushalmi comes along and says, Uktiv ayisum ha'ar Hashem, derech shiloshet yamim, it's Yerushalmi Ta'anit ha'v'chavzayin. Rav Zechariah hatned Rabbi Levi, le'ilen telaya, like these little children, the mitpanyem in sifra, that leave the school. And they run. This is where the Ramban got his famous line when he said in his Pedashah, It's not the Ramban that made up that, it's Yerushalmi. That they left like school children running away from the yeshiva. It's unbelievable. I, I, what, 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 what about school children? So the Mepharshim say, They rush, they run. Why? Oh, they don't want summer homework. Then the teacher might say, Oh, I forgot this. Before the teacher forgets to give more homework. So they run. I mean, there's only, there's only one person that runs faster than the kids from the school, that's the teachers. But the, 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 the Gemara says, they didn't run as fast as the teachers run away from the school, they ran as fast from, from, as the children run away. He says, Why? They got 6.13 already. As if we hang out another day, well, no, they go, oh, there's a Tosefet now, we'll give you a 614, 615, yeah. bonus. Oh, more bonuses, get out of here before he changes his mind. Comes the great rabbi called the Oriahel. The Oriahel asks the, the obvious question What are you talking about? We, we don't set our itinerary, we don't set our travel plans. It wasn't up to us by Yisru. We travel by the by the Anah, by the cloud. Alpi Hashem Yahanuv, Alpi Hashem Yisav, this week's Pirashah as well. By the way, when the cloud started to move, we moved. We didn't leave a minute earlier, we didn't leave a minute later. Now, if you would have told me that they jumped the cloud, oh, they couldn't even wait for the cloud, but it's not so. The cloud started to move, they moved. And they, and, and they come along and say, ah, look at these people. Look at, these, look at, this, look at this terrible uh, behavior. So the famous rabbi called the Ori Ahel, Reb Hasma, comes along and he explains it. The famous Hadush, and he says, there's another time that the Jewish people traveled. There's another Vayisru. It's when the Jewish people are coming out of Egypt. They get to Kiryat uh, Yamsuf. But there it doesn't say Vayisru. Although it should, because that's what they did. They traveled from uh, 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 Kiryat Yamsu. 
There it says, Vayasa Moshe et Yisrael. Vayasa. Vayasa. I'm not an expert in the grammar. But Vayisa and Vayasa is different. What's the difference? Vayisa means they travel on their own volition, on their own will. Vayasa means they were forced to travel. And the Gemara actually says, Hisi'an ba'al Qur'an. That Moshe Rabbeinu had to, what happened? They got to Yamsuf. And uh, all of a sudden the cloud starts to move. The cloud started to move, nobody's moving. Everybody's, everybody stays in place. Moshe Rabbeinu says, Rabbi Machnel. No, Rabbi Weiter, you have to go, we have to leave. No, 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 one more minute, one more minute. Why one more minute? They were collecting the money. Yamsuf. They were collecting the shalal, they were collecting all the loot, all the compensation, you know, 200 years of back pay. They're collecting it from the, from the Egyptian government over here. Therefore, Moshe Rebbe said, but the Anan, okay, one more, one more minute, one more, one, more, one more piece of gold, one more piece of silver, one more you know, earring, one more nose ring. So the Pasuk has to say, Moshe Rebbe held them by the ears, but Yassa, Moshe, come on, we're going. When it came to Har Sinai, and the clouds started to move, but Israel moved without any objection. Nobody told Moshe, oh, maybe we'll get one more ruhniyut. Maybe we'll get one more. A nose ring, you have to be pulled by your ear. But maybe you'll get an extra mitzvah. What's so, what's so bad about an extra mitzvah? Maybe Borei will come along and give another prophecy. Maybe he'll come down and give you another revelation. Maybe if you stay an extra minute. Why was it when it came to Yamsuf, it's Vayasa. And when it comes to Har Sinai, it's Vayisu. That already, they didn't run. They weren't running, but they weren't running. If you look at the video, if you ever seen the Ten Commandments, you see the video, they weren't running. They were traveling slowly, probably. But the Gemara says, Ketino Kaboreya. Where was that Ketino Kaboreya? It's in their brain. It's the same kick that the Goim get a kick in their hearts. It's in their brain. Nobody was rushing. You wouldn't have been, you wouldn't have been. That's why you need the Yerushalmi to come along and say, it was not apparent. Oh. But guess what, Rapotai? What does the Torah refer to this episode? The Torah calls this episode a Pur'anut. This is a Pur'anut, Rapotai. You know what the word Pur'anut means? A catastrophe. This, the Gemara refers as a catastrophic event. So much so that there's another catastrophic event in the parasha that I'm not going to talk about today, which is the complaining. The Jews are complaining about the, uh, the food. They're always complaining about the food, and nothing changed. They're complaining about the menu. We want this, we want that. That was a terrible catastrophe also, the mitonenim. The Gebala says, you can't put two catastrophes back to back to each other. So what did the Torah do? It put those two nuns, those like uh, brackets. Somebody told you about those emojis, the nuns. It put those two nuns in order to separate from Pur'anut of the Yisrum Hashem to Mitonenim. And it puts a, you know, a pasuk in between, by Yisruma. it puts a, the pasuk, Vahib and so Aaron, Vayom and Moshe, etc. Wow. And I asked myself the question, what's the catastrophe here? Mitonenim, I understand the catastrophe. They're complaining to Moshe, they take us back to Mitzrayim, we remember the scallions and the onions and the, 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 the leek. But when it comes to Vayisum uh, Hashem, and the Torah is telling you a great lesson over here, that a person that has a bad attitude, that's catastrophic. That's a Pur'anut. When a guy has a negative attitude, and a guy's attitude is not uh, 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 proper, Torah said that's a big item. As I began today's derash, the only disability in life is a bad attitude. And that's what the uh, Torah is coming to say. The Pur'anut of mentally not wanting to stay an extra against this, against this Rabotai. We see in the Torah the same perasha. We see a good attitude. What happens? If two people come to, uh, two people come to uh, 
Moshe. Moshe, we weren't able to bring Korban Pesach this year. Uh, why not? Why weren't you able to bring Pesach? We were Tibi'in. Ah, Moshe Rabbeinu said, no, no worries. Don't, uh, don't, uh, don't lose any sleep. You're an honest. You're better than an honest. You are a Sigma Mitzvah. Therefore, you're not liable. Don't worry, you're not liable. Now, what, 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 do, what do 99% of the population, when the rabbi tells you you're not liable, they react the same way that they react to their accountant when the accountant says you're not liable. It's, you run. You run before the accountant's going to change his mind and say, oh, wait, 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 it happens to me all the time, by the way. I'll tell you how it happens to me. When I'm on the phone, uh, Rabbi, is it okay or not? If you say it's okay, they hang up right away. <laughs> right? Okay, thanks a lot, boy. If you tell them a sur, they had to negotiate. What do you mean? What about this? What about that? How come when you say mutad, they hang up right away? When you say mutad, right away. And they don't want you to change your mind. Maybe the rabbi's going to open another book and they can see Umrah. You open up Khambitsiyur, Khambitsiyur's Mahmir, you know. You know the rabbi likes to open up both books. I'm going to tell you before you open up the Benish High, let's hang up. So therefore, uh, and then you see over here Rabotai, which I will refer to as Ma'asem Shal Sadiqim. What is this Ma'asem Shal Sadiqim? Ma'asem Shal Sadiqim manifests itself like this. They tell Moshe Rabbeinu two words. Which in the vernacular is, why should we lose out? Well, even Moshe Rabbeinu was surprised by such a reaction. Why should we lose out? I told you you're patur, you're not liable, you're not going to be held accountable. The Moriah Alam has no claims against you. Sleep good. And they come along to Moshe, we ask to sleep good. We ask for a legal exemption. Who's asking for exemptions over here? The the ma'asehen shen tzaddikim that are interested in doing ratzon Hashem, they're not looking to, to get off. You don't, you don't fulfill the Tzon Hashem by not doing it. You fulfill the Tzon Hashem by, uh, by serving. Therefore, you have, to, uh, you have to do something for us. There you see over here, in the Al-Parashah, the two attitudes. You see the attitude of Tinoka Borea Bebet Sefer, where the Torah calls that a Pur'anut, a tragedy and a catastrophe, to the extent that it has to be blocked, it has to be separated by inverse Nunim, because we can't have two tragedies, you can have two negative. And then the same penacha you see on the other side, what a good attitude is, Ma'asem Shal Sadiqim, Avlamani Gara. Nasr Vach Fogel, he was the, uh, the Mashkiya in, in BMG. I learned in, in Yeshiva the last year that he was there. And they transitioned from him to Ramatichau. Ramatichau saw him be well. He came uh, uh, the year that I was there, and they were switching off. In the, Nasr Vach Fogel said the following Dirash, the summer's month. In, uh, in yeshiva, on this perasha, he said something amazing. He says, "So what happens?" So Moshe was okay. I don't know what to do. I'm in the garage. I don't know what's going on. I'm in the garage. We don't know what to do. I'm in I gotta go. It's gone. Stay over here. Shmeya, ma'ida bit. Bori Olam comes along and says, "All right, listen. Uh, tell them they have a makeup. A month from now, on the 14th of Iyar." We're going to have uh, you know, Pesach Sheni. This is the Hadush of Pesach Sheni. The Balaturim, by the way, comes along and says, Why is 14 Iyad, by the way, today? I and mean, once you're making a makeup, you can do it any time of year, by the way. There's a makeup, makeup you could do it, you know, the, the, the first Monday in September, do it on Labor Day. I mean, what, what do you have to do it on the 14th of Iyad? No deen, you got to do it a month later. Technically, you can do it. So he has an interesting Hadush, the Balaturim. Stam. He says, because the 14th of Iyar has shaykhut to the 14th of Nisan. Because in a leap year, 14 Iyar is really 14 Nisan. Uh, so therefore, it's not Sabbath day. There's a Keshir between, there has Kohot in 14 Iyar. There's some Keshir between that and the 14th of Nisan. It's good, Bala Turim says that. What a nice Hidush. Huh? What a nice Hidush. So that Ayan Sham. And the Abetz, the, the Abetz has a, a different Hadush. He says in the Sidud, the Abetz wrote a Pirush on the Sidud. He says, Nigluli mina Shamayim. Okay, yeah, revelation from Shamayim, he says. The Matzah that the Jewish people took out with them from Mitzrayim, 
lasted for 30 days. After 30 days, on the 15th of Iyad, that's when the man started coming down. So for 30 days they were eating 61 serodot says They were eating from the matzah. So therefore, on Leil Pesach in Mitzrayim, it was a very unique Pesach. Pesach Mitzrayim is different than Pesach Dorot. What's one of the difference between Pesach Mitzrayim? There was no deen to get rid of the hametz. There was just a deen to eat matzah. There was no deen of getting rid of Pesach Dorot, you got to get rid of the hametz. So the, the Gemara says, on Pesach Mitzrayim, hametz um matzah betokabayit. You have hametz matzah betokabayit. And therefore, what was the last day in the Midbar that we had Hametz um Matzah betoch Abayit? The 14th of Iyad. Because the next day we ran out of the Matzah. So therefore, the, the last day you could replicate what happened in Mitzrayim, Pesach Mitzrayim, is the 14th of Iyad. Pesach Matzah v'Hametz betoch Abayit. He says, Okay, another, another nice answer of the Abetz. Rav Nasser Vachvav, he came along and asked but the simple question. He's okay, very nice, you're telling me, Chaychud, it's all this. But hold it. If a guy misses Shabbat, okay, all right, whoever misses Shabbat this week, we're going to have Tuesday uh, service uh, to make up for Shabbat. There's no, there's no makeup. No makeup, you might smoke, maybe they keep on changing the day around. But besides that, you don't change the days of, uh, you know, the Thursday, they move it to the Monday, they move it to the closest Sunday. Okay, that day it keeps on floating around. That's a floating holiday. But regarding Pesach, you can't float. Pesach, by the way, I don't have to tell you, in the Zman, there's things that go on in, 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 in the Zmanim of, of, of the holidays. You can't just, oh, it, it's not like alternate side parking, we're moving it. You're moving Kohot and Yonim over here. Orot, exactly. How can you move the Orot? What's 40 Niyan on the calendar? It's another day. It's another day. So you know, the Nasr says, you know what makes it? The Lama Nigara. That Lama Nigara, that attitude, not only was able to open doors that were closed, was able to create a door that wasn't even there before. This is the co-op of an attitude of someone that wants to go to the is able to create a second Pesach. Not just a second Pesach on a calendar date. A second Pesach with all the trimmings, with all the orot that are in Pesach Rishon. You, 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 get, you get the same color, you, you, you get a makeup. Why? Because they wanted it. Because their will was so strong. So hey, look, 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 look at the difference of what time. And this is, um, this is, uh, this is what we said uh, to the graduates in one of the yeshivas this week when we talked about the key of life is your attitude. And we said that a very important lesson in life that you learn from the, the people of Korban Pesach Sheni is that a person should always deliver more than is expected of him. That's a very, very key lesson of life. There's some people, they're nine to fivers, you know, that's it. They come exactly at nine o'clock, five o'clock. We had a guy, Mag and David, come <laughs> David Bitton said, you have to write a 300 word composition. The guy counted the words. He got to the 300 word, in the middle of a sentence, and then he went, but he stopped. Stop <laughs> basu. The guy's still hurting for what Ham David did to the guy. The guy still has a backache for what Ham David did to the guy. Now, shot me, shot 300, you have to write the guy. You said 300 words. My mind, the guy became an accountant. My mind is 300 words to the, to the T. But there's some people over there, they're not, they don't follow exactly to the letter. They do more. This is, uh, 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 the Gemara says in Berachot, we learned this many times, you know, what's the difference between the earlier generations and the later generations? The earlier generations, they used to bring their food in from the front door. Knowing good and well that if you bring it from the front door, it's Hayab and Ma'asrot. The later generations, they got a legal loophole. They said if you bring it from the skylight, you're exempt from giving Ma'asir. So they put a ladder on the side of the house. And every time they come up from Costco, they climb. The wife said, where are you going to, where are you, where are you climb on? Are you give a fireman? We do it on the roof. No, 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 don't worry. We, we, we're going to save 10%. Uh, we, we don't have to give them the beat 10% if you put it through the uh, skylight. Yourself, which to, to the heart like this, and the other tzaddikim, they couldn't went on the skylight. They went in the second they crossed the foothold, smile on their face. Why are you smiling? You're minus 10% because of that move. I'm looking to be exempt. That's the hokey over there. Always deliver more than expected. You're not expected. They mehayev themselves. So again, you see the, the difference of, uh, of the attitude. But of course, I want to go further. 
there's something else that will determine the attitude of a person. And that is the Basin Shil Sadiqin, the Sadiq does not discern how big or how public the Maase is. To a Sadiq, it doesn't matter. Maase Gadol, Maase Katan. Because it's not the Maase, it's the, it's the Mitzavah. <laughs> so therefore, it doesn't matter. Therefore, the Mishnah says, because it's not, it's not about the Mitzvah, it's about the Mitzvah. The Mitzvah doesn't change from Kalata Hamura based on the. But again, Ma'asem Shal Rishaim, they're only interested in the big things, the Pikuah Nefesh, the stuff that makes it to the front page, the stuff that makes Hupala, the stuff that makes noise. Ma'asem Shal Sadiqim. That's the Masim, even the Masim Ketanim that the Tzadikim are, are, are careful to fulfill. They don't mistreat them as well. The famous Gemara in, uh, in Abu Dazara that uh, we mentioned, that the Gemara says in, uh, in Abu Dazara Yudqet. So what happened? Rav Hananyam ben Tiradion goes to be Yosef ben Kisma. Tells the Yosemite Kisma, Ma'ani lahaya ulam abba. Great question. And the rabbi doesn't answer him. Oh, the koi says, Ulam abba. Today you go to a funeral, it doesn't matter who's lying there. Oh, he's in Ulam abba now, he's in Gan Eden, he's with the Sadiqin. Okay, how do you know? They know. Anybody get us up the puppet, automatically, koi says, But in those days, the rabbis really didn't just answer like that. And that was the Bihanabit that I do, by the way. He asked me, what would you answer? What are you talking? If this guy's going to Allah Abba, you're not going to Allah Abba. He told him, oh, tell me something about yourself. Do you have any ma'asim to be? So he said, he says, yeah, one time, Purim, I was collecting money for the Aniyim, and my money's got mixed up with uh, Matanot money, and I said, you know what, I just gave the whole thing to Tzedakah. Oh, you can you have a <laughs> And the Mepharshim say, oh, no, Rabotai. The Hananyam B'Tiradion taught Torah in public, defying the decree of the Romans. <laughs> you went to Moshed Nefesh teaching Torah Barabim. That he doesn't mention. And by the way, the Biosimic Zman knew that, by the way. Everybody knew that, by the way. We think the Biosimic Zman didn't know what the Hananyam did. So what do you have to ask? Tum ma'asim ba'li yadecha. He said, listen, Rabbi Yahanania, we all know what you did. We know about your Messiah of Nefesh teaching Torah public, that you're defying the Romans. Torah to you was the high level. What do you even asking? Don't even... Uh... He said, no, 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 don't tell me about that. That's a big ma'asim. That's a ma'asim bepumbi. Ma'asim bepumbi. It's no raya. Ma'asim gedolim. Even the rasha can do ma'asim gadol bepirsum. What he was asking... He says, yeah, well, I never told this to anybody, he said, but you know, there was some money. I mean, oh, that, that was in your closet. Nobody knew that story. That happened between you and the way there was no fanfare. Nobody got up and speech at all. What an honest man he is. He gives the money. You're the first one. I mean, my wife doesn't know. I'm telling you the first one. So now you have all of That's the key. The key of the of, of the ma'asim shul tzaddikim is the, the small ma'asim that nobody knows about. The pedayu etz writes once somebody knows about the mitzvah, discount, fire sale, fifty percent off, fifty percent off. He tells the story of the tzaddik. Probably it was him. He was fasting on a three day fast, seventy two hour fast. The ta'anit, you know, sakat, three hours, three days. Yeah, and then you know, at the end of the message, an hour or two left of the ta'anit. The guy tells the Pedro, it's okay, Banda Hakam, have a cup of coffee. He said, I had an option either to say I'm fasting or to drink the coffee. He said, I decided to drink the coffee. I felt it was better than to let a guy know what I'm doing in my private life. You went to the finish line. Still can die. Still can die. Not to, now he didn't say about himself. He said, <laughs> But the point is, that's the greatest, that's Ma'asim Shal Tzadikim. Because if you're really interested in being an Oved Hashem, what do you care who knows about it? What do you care? Adraba. Adraba, you know, as long as... We used to go visit Rav Chaim Brim. 
on Alba Shalom, on Asirim Teshuvah always. And he always used to quote Rebbeinu Yonah. Rebbeinu Yonah says that the tzaddikim, their main goal in life is to derive that they should fulfill the Ratzot. They want Hashem to be happy with them. Like we says in the Tefillah, V'ata berachamecha rabim ta'hpotz banu. That means tzaddikim, what? They just want that Hashem should be hafez banu. Hashem should want our avodah. Hayim b'rtzono, David HaMelech said. Hayim, what's hayim to the tzaddik? That we're living b'rtzono, that Hashem is happy with us. He's appeased with us. He's, we're making him, uh, giving him hat v'shalom. Uh, you could have a lot of people out there that are doing a lot of big mitzvot. But Barim Lam said, nah, I'm interested in them. This is, this is ego. Uh, and when they're exempt, they're just as happy. You know, they get off the... Now we're saying, no, the ma'asev to tzaddikim is that when they're exempt, they're crying because they can't sit in the sukkah. When, they, when they're unable to fulfill the mitzvah, pesah they need, they're coming in the minigara. That's about... And they, they're careful on the small as the big. Based on this rabotai, we explained, you know, we love to explain uh, in the beginning of the parashah with Aharon HaKohen. He says, God tells him to, to, to maintain the menorah. The Psalm says, Vayas ken Aharon. Vayas ken Aharon. He did it. So the she comes along and says, Lagit shabachot shal Aharon. Shaloshina. The praise of Aharon. He didn't deviate. And I ask you a simple question. Aharon's going to deviate? That's a shebach of Aharon. Especially if God told him to maintain the menorah. Lagit shabachot shal Aharon. Shaloshina. I'm going to explain to you the unbelievable shot. What's the shebach of Aharon? Rabotai, realize Aaron is the Kohen Gadol. Kohen Gadol. If you're writing now your resume, you know, somebody wants to hire a Kohen Gadol. So you tell, okay, listen, I'm going to read your resume. Well, what do you do? Well, first of all, I'm the only one that can wear the Shemona Begadim. So that's uh, stop. If you want to see somebody wearing Shemona Begadim, I wear the Shemona Begadim. And you should know also, I have the Urim Vitumim on my chest. Incidentally, God speaks through me, through the, this item. But without, you're writing all the things that you do. Also, by the way, I'm the only one in the world, even an angel, I'm the only one in the world that has access to Kodesh Kodeshit. That's fact. Fact. Right. Is that important or no? And by the way, the Ketoret, I'm the one that brings the Ketoret on Yom Kippur. And just for information, I once had an encounter with the Malach Mavet. Because the Malach Mavet was bringing a Magefa, and I, I shoot him away. I got rid of the Malach Mavet. The Malach was scared of me, and the Pazuz was outside of Magefa. That's some of the great things that uh, Aaron, uh, Aaron did, yes? And much more. Now, also, I have to point out about Tai, he had a job not to like the menorah. According to Harambam, had like the menorah, Kishira Bezar. Azar can like the menorah, we know that already. By the way, if the Quran picks up the menorah, brings it outside, Azar cannot go into the court, obviously. So you bring it to the border and let uh, Israel like the menorah, no problem. So, what's Aaron's job? Cleaning the middle. Exactly. The maintenance. The maintenance. Now, by the way, that's a, that's a job, by the way, that the guys in the hall can do also, by the way. You go up there, you clean it, you take, you put, a, put, a, put a mask on, put a, what do you call it, a glove. Like you do in Hanukkah. You empty it out, you do it. By the way, you take out put that on his resume. And expert uh, menorah uh, cleaner. It's something he does. But okay, it's not, uh, by the way, nobody can replicate the Kodesh Kodashim item. But this, even a three-year-old, by the way, if I don't sick one day, you tell the three-year-old, do me a favor, go on the thing, the steps over there, go clean out the mineral. Pour it out, clean it up. Okay, the three-year-old can do it. You know what the greatest of Aaron? Lehagid Shemahoshim Aaron. Sheloshinah. He didn't differentiate between walking in the Kodesh Kodashim. And cleaning the menorah to Aharon, the small act was just as valuable as the big act. That's the tzaddik of Aharon. Vayaskin Aharon, doesn't matter. What's the difference? The same God that told you to open the Kodesh Kodeshim is the same God that's telling you, clean the wicks. It makes a difference to Aharon. But again, if you're looking for fan-fan status, that's okay. Now listen, uh, I do that. That would be like an, an asterisk, by the way. Also, experienced men are not cleaner. But you're not gonna you're not gonna boast about that. But here, the Torah comes up and says, "Lagid shibahosh laharon," and shibahosh laharon is of course what sheloshinam. So the botai, the saying goes in America: do small things in a great way. And that's the greatness of Aaron. The small things that he did, he did in a great way, no different than. Then the big things he did. Now, if that's the case, Abotai, I'd like to say a, a chidush. 
I like to say a chidush. We have over here two Puraniyot, two tragedies that are mentioned in the Perashah. The first tragedy, of course, we mentioned. The tragedy was something that you wouldn't be able to see with your eyes. When the Yerushalmi says, this was in the, in the brain. They were worried that maybe we're going to get another mitzvah. Who knows? Maybe God's going to tell us another humrah. Maybe we should have been come down with another, uh, you know, another law. You weren't, you weren't rushing when uh, you were going to get another nose ring in Egypt. That you had to be forced to leave. Yamsuf. But here you left on your own volition. So the Torah calls the bad attitude that they had as a Puranut so much so that needs to be separated by these two uh, nuns. We explained the sword of the two nuns. Why, 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 why those? Why, why nunim? Why nunim? Why not uh, pehin? Why not hehin? Uh, why not alfin? What's the sword of the nunim? If anybody knows, in Aramaic, Noon, noonin is fish. You say that Benunin is a fish. Look at the Aramaic dictionary. Noonin, noonin is dagin. You ever see something? I once heard this. Uh, maybe you remember the guy had fun. Remember that year we were in Israel together. My bar mitzvah, you were older than me. We used to go to the court. There was a guy with a red beard at the court. There. We used to give dinner short. At the Kotel. Remember that guy? The red beard guy. Unbelievable that I showed. He used to go to the Kotel on Shabbat. Hundred chairs set up like a, like a shoe. Remember Matsliach? I forget his name. He would get up there and Doresh. Unbelievable stuff. So I heard him say this. He said, Why do Jewish people always compare to fish? Vidgu, Vidgu, Dagim, Dagim on Shabbat. What's the. So he said, you ever notice a fish on a rainy day? What's the fish doing? The fish jumps out of the water, catching the drops. So the rabbi said, the last thing the fish needs is water. If it was raining, uh, 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 you know, uh, I don't know what, coffee, it's okay, there's enough coffee in there. I'll jump up and get a taste of iced tea, I'm gonna snapple. But it's water. The water that's, by the way, in the rain, just gonna be in the ocean. There. He says the, 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 the fish represents a she'ifah, no matter how much he has, he always is uh, interested in, in more. And that's why the Torah came along and said, That's the opposite of a fish. We don't have any more. We have enough water. We have enough water. They were worried. Maybe it's going to Maybe Maybe a few more drops are going to come down. We're not interested. And therefore, God puts two new neem on the edges of that to come and remind you that's your inyan. Your inyan is the. Is the mitzvot over here? Be like the fish, but it's a reverse fish. You're acting exactly the opposite, like a fish. It's a nun hafuch. A nun hafuch. It's a nun hafuch. That's the that's the puranut. It's a nun hafuch. You turn the nunim around. You're supposed to be a nun the, the regular way, not a nun hafuch. But we said, according to the bishop Shom Astropolia, but he said, over here again. The main thing that we came to talk about today is attitude, Rabotai. In America, they say attitude is altitude. The growth of a person is dependent on the way he perceives things. We're interested in the attitude of our observance. Another way to measure a person's attitude, number one, we said he does more than is required of him. Number two, he's not happy when he's exempt. Lamanigara. He's happy to do the small things just as much as the, as the big things. But there's something else. There's something else. So we have over here in Al-Pirasha connection between these two Nunin and the Menorah itself, which is the beginning of the Pirasha. According to the Gemara, although we always say Hamisha Humshet Torah, there's five books, but we believe that it's really seven. Right? Hatzva Amudeha Shiva'ah. The seven books of Moses. 
What's the seven books? So you have Bereshit, Shemot Vayikra, you have Bamidbar, up to the Nun, then you have the two Pesukim, Vayib bin Sawaru, which the Gemara says in the Shema is a parasha, Bifne Atzma, then you have the end, from the second Nun, to the end of Bamidbar, and then you have the Barim. So it's seven, seven parashiyot, seven, seven books, seven sefarim, which of course corresponds the seven lights of the menorah. But I'll tell you what the holy books say, something incredible. What do we know about the menorah? You had three lights on one side, and you had three lights on the other side, and they all faced ilmun penah menorah ya'idu. They all faced towards the the center, which would be the the fourth, the fourth. Uh, uh, if you look at all the books in the Torah, all the books in the Torah have in them Puraniyut. They have troubling episodes of Klaiyasayim, of course, or of the world. Bereshit, for sure. Seven Bereshit is Mechirat Yosef. Don't even go further than that. Mechirat Yosef. That's we're still suffering from Mechirat Yosef. Shemot, to talk about that. Uh, you have in the book of uh, Vayikra. In the book of Vayikra, what do you have? The Megadef. <laughs> Megadef. I cursed Ra'alim. Bamidbar, which is the fourth book, from the beginning of Bamidbar to the noon, before the, you know, before you get the, uh, the blockage, before the Puranut comes, that book you have uh, all good until the until you need to break break, break the uh, the Puraniyot. You have all all good, which they corresponded to the fourth the fourth uh, stem of the Menorah. So Yair, everything faces towards that. That's where the the Sheva is applied. So that's where all the good is. In the fourth in the fourth one, then everything else. No, now even everything has to face the middle. Now let's get to the fifth. The fifth book would be what? Va even so Aaron. This is what I came to say now. Va even so Aaron. What does it say in that pasuk? Let's see what the pasuk says. Uh, the pasuk says, bin so Aaron." That means they started to travel. The Aaron started to travel. Moshe, Rise, Hashem, and get rid of your enemies. They should disperse. This is the parasha bin so The Mefashim says something amazing. Why all of a sudden, when it says bin so the pasuk has to say. What happens at the time of Nisi'ah that all of a sudden you have to worry about Misan'echa and O'ibecha? And the Ba'alim Musa says something. Chabaruch used to always say this. He used to say this before we went to vacation. I'm sorry, he used to say this after we went to vacation. He knew the people weren't going to listen before we went to vacation. After they have a chance maybe to listen for next year. He would say this in Parashat Mishpatim, which was always after we went to vacation. He would say, the Pasuk says, Hine anochi shoneyach lefanecha malach l'shmorcha badarech v'lehaviyacha ila makom asher achinoti. And the rabbi would say, why does God have to send you a malach l'shmorcha? Send me a malach when I'm at home. He says, now when you're at home, everybody behaves. When you're at home and you're in the house and you fulfill the mitzvot and you eat kashrut and you have the proper behavior and everybody's uh, what happens when you travel? Once a person travels, then all his all his values go out the window. Now I'm on vacation. Leave me alone. Now I'm on vacation. So the pasuk says, That's where you need the shemirah. <laughs> in, in the house, you're okay. In the house, you don't make a, a mistake. And that's the problem. There are many people that have religion when they're at home. And then all of a sudden, once they start to go on a trip or they come to the summer, listen, I'll see you in, I'll see you in September. Do me a favor. I keep kosher at home, but when I'm on the way, I can't. It's too di- that's already, you see, ma'asim shirisha'im. Ma'asim shirisha'im means they're not consistent. You keep kosher, yeah, during this time. Ma'asim shirisha'im is the switch for days a year. It's, it's, it's not a hobby, it's not a pastime. Darshanim say, What is that talking about? The guys are at home. How does that chapter end? The praise of God is on my lips. 
Then you have the travelers. How does the, the travelers chapter start? Those are the people that travel on the derech. And how does that chapter end? Ta'iti kase obed. Ta'iti. I got, I lost my derech. I'm like a lost sheep. I got I lost my dinner. That's why when it says Vaibin Soa, then Moshe Rabinu says, now we have to worry about Oibecha and Sonika. Those are the Mikatrigim, those are the Kilipot that try to get a guy to take him away from uh, the learning. When you're home. You don't have to. When it's Benuha, Shuvah Hashem. Hashem comes back. Shuvah Hashem. God comes back. But when he's traveling, then already all the resistance starts to come against us. So we explained it like this. We explained it like this. The famous story of Nabi al Azar bin Arak. Which Rabbi Yochanan said, "If you call Hakmei Israel, I'll cap Moznaim Echad. But if the Azar Ben Arach be cap Shnia, Atu Ayam Machriya It Kula." All the rabbis on one side of the scale, but if the Azar Ben Arach, he would outweigh them. Ma'ayana mitkabed, they called him. The Azar Ben Arach. The Azar Ben Arach. So what happens? He took a vacation. Anything wrong with taking a vacation? Dieu Masit. He went to the, the springs over there. And uh, it says, le The Talmud that he had, he, he started to forget. He started to forget. What happened? Gets up uh, one time to the Sefer Torah. It's uh, easy parasha. Every kid knows it. Parasha bo. So you want to read? It? I'll read. They're not asking. What's he going to read? Is it Mayan with Gabir? I'm asking. I like today. The guy doesn't know how to read. He reads. The guy doesn't know how to read. I'll read. He makes a mistake on every word. Okay. I want you to read. We have a Baal for that. He thinks it's, a, it's better to read than make a mistake on every word and have the Baal Kodim read. Okay. Anyway, so he's, I'll read. Chabot. Amen. Oh, I mean, good he wasn't reading the Shadish Yon. The guy's in the front row with a, with a lynch them. They, 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 they was taking every word. Wow, He says, no, he made a mistake on these letters over here. He says, there's a certain kilipa that's known as the kilipa of Shekha. That kilipa, if it gets a hold on you, you forget your learning. And the Kilipah of Shekhar is Riv, he says. There should be. He says, that's why he switched the Ahodesh, the Dale, to a Resh. Ahodesh, Hayah. The Zion, he switched to a Yud. Lachem, he switched to a Bet. There was Remus that the Kilipah of Riv was able to have a, uh, a hold on. And that's the goal of life. You don't want that Kilipah of Riv to have a... But when a person goes away, he travels... Say, that's it, you take it easier. That's what These kalipot that come along and try to make a person forget his learning because he's, he's not learning, or he's not behaving in the same way, so the kalipah has a hold on him. Could you imagine? What are we going to say? So, anyway, what happens? That's why it says, yeah, well, I heard one of the Mephashim say, beautiful. It says, you know, if you if you can forget the law, and you're not going to know the law, whether it's a dine mamonot or dine tumavetahara. So it says ki panem mecha davar lemishpat. You're going to you're going to forget the law. So just go to Jerusalem to the Sanhedrin, and you'll get the answer. But what does the pasuk say? You know why you're going to forget the law? Devre rivot b'sharecha, because you got the kilipa rivot b'sharecha. Devre rivot. The Reeve is there, the Reeve, the Kilipa, the Reebot, it's, it's, therefore, Kippah, the Vada, Mishpat, the Kilipa, the That's why we call the rabbi a rabbi, the rabbi is the B. The B is the same Othiot, he has to reverse the Kilipa, to, 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 to Hazara, to Kilusha. Anyway, so what happens over here, and this is where we conclude. 
if you take the kilipa of Reev, how much is the kilipa? Resh Yud Bet. How much is that equal? 212. Oh. If you take the letter Noon, how much is Noon equal? No, Noon. I know Fabitai 50. I know, I'm asking noon, 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 the Kedipa of Reish Yudbet comes along and says, and that's what Moshe Rebbeinu says, move away, move away, the enemies over here. And that's, that's a great, uh, a great Musa, that everything has to be uh, 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 based on the, uh, on the attitude. As we began today's class, the greatest handicap, there's only one handicap in the world, and that's a bad attitude. And especially when it comes to the Torah Mitzvot. When it comes to Torah Mitzvot, if a person has a good attitude, then already Borei Olam says, I'll create mitzvot that don't exist. I'll create doors that don't exist. I'll move orot from one month to another month. However, if a person comes along and kicks the sukkah the way out, not with his leg, but he kicks it in his brain, then Borei Olam says, such people are not ra'ui to see the girl. We should be zocher to the concept of the nunin with all its kabanot, like the fish. That are never satisfied. We have enough water. We want more water. And if they come and they grab, and that's the sukkah. Wow. Don't be a nun hafuch. You have to be a nun pashut.